Hey, this is Anthony with Lowercase Capital, and today I want to talk about what it's like when you get that question. You know that question. The question that nobody ever asks, but everybody wants to answer. Today we're going to talk about what happened when I got that question. But before we do that, first, a disclaimer. This program is intended for informational and educational purposes only. Nothing in this program is intended to be construed as investment or financial advice. Please always consult with a financial professional before making any financial or investment decisions. Okay, so what question is it that I'm talking about? You know that hobby that you have that nobody seems to want to talk about? Or that job that you're really, really excited about that you enjoy working, but again, it's just not that interesting to other people? Well, what happens when somebody asks you, hey, I'm just starting out on this thing that you really like to do. Do you have any advice for a beginner? Well, yeah, of course. Everyone has advice for a beginner. This is pretty much an open invitation to talk about anything you want to related to your hobby or, or whatever your special interest is. And this is a question I got recently. Hey, I'm just starting out investing, and I'm just curious, what tips would you have for beginners? And in my mind, I'm like, great, this is perfect. I can share all the wonderful things that I've learned with this person. That way they can not make any of the mistakes that I've made. They can shorten their learning curve. Everything's going to be fantastic. So where did I begin? Honestly, I think where I started was a pretty good place. The book Intelligent Investor by Benjamin Graham is probably my favorite investment or financial book ever. And the reason why is the advice contained in the book is very practical. Essentially, what's being said is, look, investing is really hard and it's really great if you want to get into it, but you don't have to. Understand that the learning curve is long and steep and you only really need to go down that road if you're trying to achieve a return that's greater than the market average. If you're satisfied with the market average, you can invest in more traditional means, you can invest in an index, you can go with the passive investing that is very popular these days and more or less expect the same return that everybody else is going to get. And there's completely nothing wrong with that. But that's not why we like investing. That's not why we follow the stock market. It's not fun to buy the index and get exactly the same performance as everybody else. And that's not why this person was asking me the question, what's the one piece of advice you would give to someone who is just starting out? So then we talked about all the ways it's possible to lose money in investing. And certainly there's a lot of different ways. Uh, one of the best ways to lose money is to have a strategy that doesn't work. And what we discussed was the fact that to have it to, when I say having a strategy that works, what does that mean? You're going to do some amount of, of statistical analysis. You're going to do some amount of backtesting. And at least, at least in a backtest, you're able to come to the conclusion that if I had systematically made these series of decisions that I would have expected to make, um, you know, Y dollars, and I would have been correct X percent of the time. You know, that's you have a, a, an expectation for a success. That's a starting point. Once you have that, then it's possible to play that strategy forward and say, all right, because I have this model, how does it work in reality when I apply it to tomorrow and next week and the week after that? But once again, that's not why this person was asking me, what advice would you give to somebody that's new and just starting out? Because following a strategy that I know is going to work, or I believe is going to work, or I hope is going to work, isn't fun either, really. I mean, it's fun to make money. It's fun to be right. But you want to be right because you were right. 
you don't want to be right because your system or or whatever method that you're following is is correct you want to be the one to make the make the good call you want to pick the right stock and you want to see that thing go up a lot in my personal opinion i think that's a lot of the reason why you see you know penny stocks being very exciting you see cryptocurrencies being very exciting these are you know relatively volatile things where if you happen to make the right call uh, the return is large and it, and it makes up for a lot of the downside and a lot of the other um, cryptocurrencies that were likely purchased before the one that worked out and so then just like in this conversation i realized that i was painting a really negative horrible picture where no matter what you do you're just going to lose money and in a sense that's the truth if you look at the statistics today the majority of people who manage money are not beating their benchmarks it's very very difficult to beat a benchmark consistently even for professionals most of them don't get it right the vast majority of people who manage money don't get it right and even if you do get it right you may need as many as 20 years to be able to come to a statistically substantial conclusion that that profit that outperformance was due to skill and not just simply luck and so that's a horrible picture to paint for someone who's passionate and just getting started you know basically you're probably going to fail because you don't have a good strategy and you're just going to be emotional but even if you do succeed it's really probably not you anyway it's probably just luck and it'll sort itself out over time and then eventually you'll lose money man i'm really being a great um friend talking to this person about investing and, and and they're just really excited about it and and that's a fantastic picture i really wasn't satisfied with that discussion and it, you know it stuck with me for the rest of the day and that's a lot of the reason why i'm making this episode it's not because what i talked about with that person was untrue in, investing is very very hard but painting a negative picture isn't what was needed and it isn't what that person wanted to hear and you know more importantly it isn't the message that was going to make a difference. So what message do I think is going to make a difference for someone who's just starting out in investing? If I could give one piece of advice to someone just starting out that would really make a difference, what would it be? And actually that advice is a question. What is your expectation? Why are you doing this? Are you doing this because you expect to make money? Are you doing this because you want to make as much money as possible for retirement? Are you doing this for the entertainment value of beating everybody else at the market? Are you doing it because you like to analyze numbers? People can invest for a lot of reasons, and not all of them are for financial gain necessarily. Entertainment is a large component of why people do this, at least why some people do this. If I could take back what I said and replace it with this, think about it and ask yourself what do you expect and be honest about it and the answer to that question will tell you how to measure your success you know how should i go about this and so that's the message i have for anyone who's listening to this and just starting out and in investing be clear about your expectations write them down when you're defining a strategy when you're deciding on whether to buy you know tesla or amazon tell yourself why answered demand that you tell yourself why am i making this decision and from the strategy level ultimately down to individual securities why am i making this decision why does it why is it in my portfolio if i can't look at every single item that i have and tell myself why do i have it it probably shouldn't be there at least for me that's how i manage things 
And for me, in a lot of cases, it's easy because I, I run a systematic strategy. And so I know I can point to the number and say, this number is bigger than that number. And therefore, um, there's no red flags. There's no reasons why I would filter it out. And so it's in the portfolio. It's occupying a place because I expect it to perform well within value or income or whichever strategy it is. But that doesn't mean that's why this person has to select the stock, that it's not why you have to select the stock. You just have to know why. Make an informed decision. That's ultimately what I got down to. And that's ultimately what I'm hoping this person will take away from this revised conversation. Make an informed decision. I know this is a bit of a different format. I hope it's interesting. Um, it's just really something that bothered me and I wanted to put it out there. Um, let me know what you think. Let me know what you think. Thank you.